Hello, this is Dan, GM from the Grim Podcast Apparel's Adventure and Settling the Southlands. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professional casual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. back from out of space but really we're from the basement this is episode five <laughs> grim podcast apparel's adventure it's gonna say we didn't go up with a spacex or whatever it was to be no. fair i did come back here with that same look upon my face <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i didn't prep anything for a cold open so i just made it up on the spot you and it was what? pretty bad it's just been so warm out what to do a cold open oh <laughs> <a> cold open. <laughs> i didn't get that at all uh. thanks for joining us once again hope everybody's having a good time We've been hearing some positive things, which is really awesome. Yeah. Uh, we want to take a second to specifically thank people who did a lot of comment activity in some Facebook groups and whatnot. Um, Grayson, thanks for helping out with some rules there that we were not doing correctly. It's always nice to have people who have your back and want to see you do well and, you know, w- still want you to do it the right way. So, Grayson, maybe, thank you. And maybe we'll do some more things the right way now. Right. Yeah. All thanks to our wonderful listeners. Also, big thanks to Jonathan, Nathan, Charles, and Ronnie, who all had really nice things to say and some constructive feedback, which we appreciate. And Mark. Mark, too. Mark's on Twitter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mark, on Twitter. That's awesome. It's just kind of nice to know that people actually listen to us. I mean, I'm happy to play a, a fun game in my basement with my friends, but then if people are listening and also enjoying it, it's cool. I, normally, the feedback I get is that I'm never going to amount to anything. So, like... <laughs> It's really nice to hear that people enjoy what we do. I mean, they like Lucky. Yeah, well, yeah. I do too. He's a good guy. Uh, yeah, so thanks a lot. If, if you are enjoying it, you know, tell people about it. They don't have to be super into Warhammer to enjoy it, I would think. Yeah, we're Hope. just pretty funny in general. And, you know, rate, review, subscribe. Even any kind of uh, review that you leave, any kind of rating, it just helps other people find us a little bit more easily. So, you know, help us out. And if you're listening to this as it's coming out, you could get it with those reviews and and follows and things. You can get entered into a giveaway for the new Katakin Curdle model. Yeah. Or Katachan. I thought it was Katachan. Katakin. Katakin. It's they they had a couple official pronunciations of that over the years. It was Katakin. And then lately they revised it to be Katachan. Who can? Katakin. Exactly. Okay. Uh, you could win yourself one of those. They're going for a lot on eBay. Um, Thanks or, to our sponsor, know. Bearded Dragon Games and Hobbies, for yes for giving that to us. Yeah, to, they're kind of the best. Yeah. Thanks, Anthony. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> we'll save more of that for the end. We'll we'll get into it because that's kind of what I think our listeners are used to. Right. More or less jumping right in. Let's do this. I'm so, ready to roll some dice. Nice. Let's hope you roll 
as well as JB did last game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you made like all five tests that you made that. It was episode. amazing. New dice. New dice. Do you have those again? Uh, yes. Okay, good. It'd be funny if it was like, no, Lucy ate them. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy fed them to Macy. <laughs> <laughs> the baby fed them to the dog. Um, so we left off. You were enjoying a nice meal at the Seven Spokes Coaching Inn. Bruno had treated everybody to a nice dinner. It was some kind of beef stew with some nice mm. root vegetables. He bought a whole pitcher type thing of what was it? Apple, apple uh, halfling brandy. apple brandy. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm assuming is really good. Meal but. prepared by halflings. I'm honestly jealous in real life. Seriously. I, I, want, I that. want that. Yeah. Uh, they are known for, if you don't know, they are known for stellar cooking because they, it's like the one thing that they love and they're really passionate about is food and drink and taking other people's stuff. That too. Yeah. They yeah. don't understand property, Yep. but you're here hanging out. Like I said, it's very similar to the first coaching in the coach and horses. It's a little busier here at the seven spokes. Okay. There are more like local people. Is that because we're getting closer to Altdorf? Most likely. Okay. Yeah. You're not as far out in the boonies, a little bit safer here. You know, you're still a, uh, a day's travel from Altdorf. Bruno figures you should be there before nightfall of the next day. Cool. Yeah. So not too bad. So there's a few more people in here. You assume our locals, they look like they don't look like travelers from far. Obviously, everybody that was in the coach with you is here still. And there's a few other people sitting around at the tables. But you had just shared a toast. Oh, yeah. To good the good Ratchet good. Lines, I believe. To the Ratchet Lines. Yeah. <laughs> ratchet Line Company. Um, right. For all your coaching needs. <laughs> and their hospitality is overflowing. And they won't run you over. <laughs> I gotta say, that's probably my favorite part of the Ratchet Lines. <laughs> I just realized that when our little opening there might be the first time people actually heard Tim's real voice. Not lucky. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Other than like the first half of episode zero. So I'm assuming Bruno was passing around the apple brandy or. Yeah, no, okay. of course. Uh, I mean, uh drunk passenger is a happy passenger. So mm. yeah. probably true. Yeah. Just make it sure because he did eat half the loaf of bread and half the butter that came with it before anybody else got a chance. So just did you drink half the brandy as well? Uh, Probably. Yeah. All right, well, Brandy's definitely stronger than alcohol, so you're going to have to make a consume alcohol check. Bruno Damn. poured himself, like, you know those memes that you see on social media where it's, like, a normal, like, quote-unquote normal glass of wine where it's, like, a third of the way filled, but then, like, my glass of wine and you just fill it up to the top? That's how Bruno fills his glass. Like, you're supposed to only have, like, you know, a couple fingers worth of brandy, but he just has a whole fist worth. <laughs> a couple fists. Well. He's he's uh, sipping this one nice and smooth, wow. nice and slowly. All right, uh, pinky out and all that. So even uh, with the difficult, so this even be difficult check being difficult, brandy. Yeah, no, I've I, I rolled an eight again. The, these new wow. dice. All right. Yeah, I don't new like dice, these man. dice. They're not as fun <laughs> for me. <laughs> well, they are black and yellow, so right. I feel like you're off to a pretty good start. Tim's a big fan of bees, so and also Wiz Khalifa song, black and yellow, <laughs> black and yellow, black. And yellow. <laughs> All right, so you're enjoying your dinner. It probably goes down pretty quick. I'm yeah. sure you guys are all hungry. Yeah. That bread was still warm, mm. tasty. Mm. Bread, the butter melted on it real nice. Mm. Dip it in the stew, maybe. That sounds delightful. And Mina, growing up in Seasdot, which is a lake town, she's grateful for anything that was not grown or produced in the water. So like beef and then root vegetables, 
It's kind of a delight. It might be a bit of a treat. It's not yeah. fish. You didn't have lake cows in there? <laughs> <laughs> like like a land boat? Yeah. <laughs> lake cows. No. That is what they called my older sister, though. Lake cow. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So you enjoy your dinner. You have anything you want to do before you hit the hay? Not this time, <clears throat> actually. You're going to go to a, a real bed upstairs. A real bed. Yeah. I, I'm going to not necessarily drink my particular portion of apple brandy. Um, and I am going to try to bring it over to Jana. Oh. All right, we'll take care of that first, and then anybody else that is going to drink the apple brandy is going to need to make a difficult consume alcohol check, but we'll check back in after Lucky goes and tries his luck again. Yeah. (laughs) I'm nothing if not persistent. (laughs) Real life, too. (laughs) And no, I haven't checked out My Hero Academia yet. You really should. It's real good. I don't definitely don't have time to watch stuff on the weekends, but maybe this week. Yeah. All right, so what I mean, you, it gets through like the first couple episodes and it, it takes off actually a lot quicker. I don't know why I need to tell you that in Lucky's voice, but <laughs> I think you'll appreciate it. All right. It's your dedication to the so character. So what's Lucky's um, tech this time? Well, I'm going to try to go for a blind spot this time. Try to come up from behind and just kind of, you know, reach around and like set it in front of her. Show it in her face. <laughs> All right. Um, you do that. Do you look at the other two at the table while you're doing that or like avoid eye contact? I avoid all eye contact and I avoid all suspicion that I am even headed in that direction. So you're just like looking a totally different direction to like the last second. Then you turn real quick and put this thing in front of her. Yeah. All right. uh, Make a charm check. Easy. Nope. All right. Hey, has our fate reset by any chance? No, not yet. Oh, all right. Well, I failed by, uh, you know, five degrees. Oh, he, dumps, all right. he dumps it down the back of her dress. So you, you get on the <laughs> table, but it's like, it's a big thump. And she's just like, oh, like you scare the crap out of her. She was not expecting it at all. And uh, the bodyguard immediately stands up again, like shoves her chair back. And she's like, you again. Yeah, I was just delivering a drink. I just thought that you might uh, appreciate a nice little cup of apple brandy. So Gina like holds up her hands. She's like, it's okay, Maria. It's okay. Maria. She's like, thank you. Uh, Lucky, right? Yeah. And you are? Uh, Jana. Jana. Jana, it's nice to finally meet you. Yes. And then like you can't help but like get this like tingle on the back of your neck. And you realize that Lady Isolde is just like staring daggers at Jana. And she's like. Uh, uh, thank you, but I can't speak to you right now. Absolutely. You just, you gals just seem like you appreciate the finer thing. So I figured you would appreciate this. (laughs) (laughs) Just had to fit in that appreciates, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you continue on or do you stay there? Maria has sat back down. Oh, I mean, that pretty much means I'm welcome here. But the the two are glaring at you. Right. Well, Jana is the one that told me, you know, Now's not the time to talk, right? Yes. So I will I will take that advice and I will okay. say, sounds great. We'll talk later. And I will moonwalk away. <laughs> what is this test you're making? Uh, I don't know. Test. It's going to be a test. charm. Yeah. Another charm? How about agility for moonwalk? Nah. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think charm's good. I succeed with uh, two degrees of success. <laughs> All 
All right. So she kind of laughs a little bit as you do that until like she catches the eyes of the other two and she kind of like looks down. Yikes. But she does take a, a drink of the brandy in it. She she makes a reaction like it. It was good. I shoot some finger guns quick and I go back to our table. <laughs> so how about as you guys, you are doing that. The rest of you are. Uh, who else is taking a drink of the brandy? Carl, you having any? Oh, absolutely. So make it difficult. That's minus 10. Consume alcohol check. I still ended up with two degrees of success. Nice. Nice. It's only your first drink. That makes sense. It's It goes down smooth, like Bruno said, so it's pretty good. Mina, are you still abstaining from the drink? I decided to try it because it is uh, halfling made and really something that I wouldn't be able to get anywhere else, even though it flies in the face of my moral compass of drinking. She still had some. Yeah. Failed with three degrees of failure. Sounds about right. Yep, yep. <laughs> that makes sense. At least she's drinking to forget the pain of you know killing an innocent man that just had a, a very severe eye infection. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it? You're minus ten to a bunch of stats. Yeah, like found all out of last things. Time. So wait. <clears throat> um, so negative ten to weapon skill, ballistic skill, agility, dex, and intelligence to a maximum of negative thirty. So you're a little, you got a little buzz going on. It's, it's brandy is it's so nice in the belly with the halflings. <laughs> you become Borat when you drink. <laughs> I thought like, what is that accent? <laughs> that is a comment we had in one review that was like, I like her non-German Russian accent. And I'm like, yeah, it's basically the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah, like, There's some interesting accents on this show, including yeah. Mina's Russian accent. And it was like, well, that, she didn't want to sound like Zoya the Destroyer Zoya. from Glow. So the Destroyer. It yeah. works. It was pretty yeah. funny. You're a little, you got a little buzz going on. You do, um, while you're enjoying the drink, you do notice somebody walk over to Philippe in his corner mm-hmm. and talk uh, with him for a moment. A little bit of coin changes hand and this person starts to like administer first aid to him, to okay, his shoulder. Well, well where that's he got nice. hit. Good. Okay. Is it Ernst? It is not Ernst. No. Ernst. Good. Ernst, Ernst is worthless as a physic man. He should <laughs> While you guys were eating, he did come back and he's back at sitting at the bar reading the book that he had before. Books. Mm. All he read is books. What else do you read? He could have real life experience helping real man, not paper man, in books. Actually, very legitimately, it might be a learning experience for him to see him someone else be treated. Is uh hands on, yeah. hands on body. Well, I'll head over to Philippe. Okay. And just watch. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. Like this, you know, leer a little bit. I just picture Lucky because Lucky's tall, right? Like yeah. very tall and thin. Just like peeking up over the whoever's doing the first aid, peeking up over their shoulder, like, oh yeah. <laughs> you wrap that tight? Yeah. He's like, oh yes, can I help you, monsieur? Oh, I just really enjoy watching professionals work. <laughs> Oh, yes. You never know what you might be able to pick up for the road. Makes sense to me. The doctor here seems very adept. How are you feeling? You took uh, quite the licking. Not very good, but seems uh, the doctor, I'm in good hands here. Good. She says, uh, the doctor, you realize, is a woman at this point. She's like, quit moving. <laughs> and, oh. and then Philippe's like, ah, because she's like stitching up the wound. <laughs> Have you ever had stitches before? Uh, a few times, yes. Have you ever performed stitches before? Have I? No, not you. The, the doctor lady. 
she, um, she kind of glances at you. Uh, so she turns around. She is kind of a rare sight in the Empire. She has very dark skin. She has very dark hair underneath a leather skull cap. She's got like feathers stuck in it and some needles and whatnot for easy access. Uh, and she kind of frowns at you and she's like, I can speak to you when I'm done with this patient. Just give me a moment. What's the most stitches you've ever had to put in one time? She just keeps doing what she's doing with Philippe. And he's like, ow. I'll just, I'll just watch. Okay. Just leer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not just watching. It has to be leering. Well, yeah. Lucky the leer. Er. <laughs> leer. Leer. <laughs> All right. So she takes uh, a few minutes to do this. Uh, and then she kind of bandages it up a bit. And then Philippe says, thank you very much, mademoiselle. And she says, doctor. And he's like, uh, sorry, thank you very much, doctor. And she turns around and she says, can I help you? Yeah. How many stitches did you ever put in and do it at one time? Or lady? 24. Really? Yes. Where? Like on their body? It's across their abdomen. Do you need What's assistance? There, she points she's toward their stomach and she like put, like draws a line across her stomach with her hand. Oh, they got their, like, their guts ripped right open? Very nearly. Did they live? Because of me, yes. You must be pretty incredible. I like to think I'm pretty good. Have you met our buddy Ernst? He's training to be a doctor, too. Oh, I have not. He's, I think, right over here. And I'll she's, drag her over. Uh, she's like, nah, that, I'm okay. No, he's right here, though. All right. She starts to walk to another table where, like, clearly she was sitting before. There's like, no, no, that's the wrong table. <laughs> <laughs> so do you need help? Not you, specifically. I can't remember as DM. Does anybody hurt? I am. I'm like a little I'm, under. I'm down six. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little. How much could she heal a person? I mean, she's a doctor, so probably a bit. Oh, but I bet it costs money. Were <laughs> <laughs> you trying to look at Bruno there? Yeah. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> he looked at me to write something down. And she's like making eyes at him like, eh? eh? <laughs> um, I'll go over and talk to the doctor and see how much it would cost okay. to get fixed up. She tells you it would be four silver to treat <sighs> wounds if it needs stitching and stuff. And if uh, no stitching is still four silver? You can make a haggle check. Hmm. <laughs> I will try to haggle this physique woman. What's haggle based on again? Fellowship. Don't look at my dice. Burr, 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 burr. It's a hundred in this game. Wait, is it? <laughs> I thought it was zero. No, it goes to it goes That's one to a hundred in this game. Stupid. Oh, that double sucks. <laughs> I thought it was. It's a critical failure really because you rolled doubles. So I basically walked up to her and I was like, "Hey, physique woman." No. <laughs> I just walk away. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> she's like, all right. I really and then she's back to eating like a chicken check. or something. Enjoy your air fish chicken. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's it's the tuna of the land. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit tipsy too. So, like, all right. Yeah. Okay. She's very confused. I'm going to head over to Ernst. Okay. <laughs> Great. Poor Ernst. For, that's what Ernst is thinking. He's yeah. like, <sighs> Ernst, do you see there's a doctor over there working on people? I, I I hadn't noticed, no. Really? That sounds like kind of a lost opportunity, right? Can't you like go like midwife for her or something? And shouldn't physic people be observant? I, I'm just trying to read my book. She just put in a bunch of stitches. Can you read how to put in stitches as well as she does it in person? 
listen, I got a real good leer at it. <laughs> she looks like she knows what she's doing. <laughs> good leer at it. Um, I, that's good. I'm, I'm glad for her. I don't, I don't have any experience with that yet. Well, right, because you're not, you're not watching her do it. I, I didn't know there was a doc- doctor here. If she works on anyone else, you want me to let you know? I mean, I think you're gonna anyway. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Ernst like, is okay. perceptive, physic man. Perceptive. He knows the future. Don't mind her. This is the most she's ever drank. <laughs> He's like, okay. She's she's weirder. Than hey, usual. do you know in any of your books or, or whatnot? Can you like, like you know, say someone, you know, like a. Like a you and can you like <laughs> can you like do anything about that? What I mean, usually mutants are just killed. But like you know, say like it like just started. You know what I mean? They're not like all all mutated and stuff. They're just like a little mutated. Oh, uh, okay. Then do what? Make them so they're not mutated no more. Can you do that? Not like you personally, but like colloquially. That is a hard word to say. I got it, though. Colloquially. It was a different podcast where I had to say it three times before I finally got it right. I had to edit out all the attempts. <laughs> so good job. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of mute- mutations like if someone's arm turns into like a tentacle. You can take the tentacle off. and so, But some people will still consider them a mutant. But it won't like spread no further. Like say someone got like a tentacle finger, you can cut off that tentacle finger. Then they're not a mutant no more. They're just kind of like could be still considered a mutant, but like it doesn't like grow back or nothing. It, I don't think it'll. I don't know. I'm. I didn't. I haven't studied that. Why not? Because I'm on my way to the university. Oh, yeah. I felt like I knew that. <laughs> I, I told Mina yesterday. Maybe I didn't know that. Maybe I just assumed I knew that. So, like, why do you come down here to read a book by yourself if you don't want to talk to nobody? Don't you get, like, a room or you sleep in the common room? Yeah, it's it's brighter down here. And I, I, and I need to eat. Bye, Alex. Welcome back. <laughs> so where are you from? I'm from, from Middenheim. I don't know where that is. You got other physicians? From your family or whatever? Physicians? Not, not in my family, no. I, I, I'll be the first... What made you want to be a physician? A physician? Yeah, that one. It's a, I want to help people. <clears throat> That's it? You just woke up one day and you're like, I want to help people? I, I, I wanted to for a while. You don't have like some horrible backstory where like... <laughs> while you're talking to them, uh, make a perception check. But it'll be hard. So minus 10. <laughs> uh, I failed by... You said a difficult? Yeah. I failed by. I, hard, but I meant difficult minus ten. Failed by seven degrees. He says I, I will be the. He would be the first physician in his family. Cool. All right, you're super interesting, bud. I'll talk to you later. He's like, okay. Please don't. Okay, bye. <laughs> so I'm still at the table with Carl. Is Bruno I, still there with I us? I assume you went back to the table after you yeah. yelled at the physician for no reason. The doctor. You know what? Don't question what people do. When they have a sip of apple brandy. Okay. You don't know. Um, I want you and Lucky to make an insight check. What's that? Yeah. You, I believe intuition? it's a basic skill, isn't it? Intuition? I think you're thinking of fifth yeah. edition. 
Yeah, insight is not a basic skill. Oh, yeah, then intuition. That's the one. Nope. I failed by five degrees. Oh, okay. What's going on here? Bruno's making checks. Nobody else is. Well, I'm drunk, so. I think you were at minus 10 to that, weren't you? Yeah. All right. Bruno, Carl, you guys want to do anything while we're in the common room? Uh, Bruno's finishing off the last of uh, the food that has been left over on the table. If there was any, you know, it's all going down the gullet. Um, He (laughs) could be wearing some of it, but uh, a lot of it is just going to expand his waistline. I totally see him too, like scoping out the nearby tables to see if anybody left anything behind and then like grabbing like a little heel of bread to like wipe out the rest of the stew from his bowl. Not even like if, if they leave something behind, I think if they like turn their backs, he will (laughs) definitely swipe their drink or like take their bowl. Oh, you're like a sprinkle genie. Right. Gotcha. I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Someone that goes around at like parties and stuff and just like finishes the last of everyone's beer and food. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the way you you trick a sprinkle genie is you start peeing in cups. (laughs) No. And then when they go around, they'll get a swig of it. And that's how you catch them. And you win now that you've peed in a bunch of cups. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you win if, if the sprinkle genie drinks your pee. And like makes a makes a you know a yeah. scene about it, and then everyone's like, ah, he was a sprinkle genie. He drank someone's pee. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so glad Yo, when quarantine is over, we gotta have a big party and pee in some cups. <laughs> Snow. I'm so glad I was looking something up on my computer oh my and God. missed most of that. Oh man. I'm not going to any more parties. All right, so Bruno's stealing everybody's food when they look away. What's Carl doing? Carl's gonna be taking uh, a few more drinks than usual. Uh, he's used to going to a bar from a long day of work, not from a day of a mutant harming him. Uh, so it's a little bit psychological a little bit he's sore makes sense so i'm gonna get into some more of that brandy all right so i'm gonna take advantage of carl getting into the brandy <laughs> well, let's see if okay. he, if all right. he okay. gets okay. drunk at all all right um a little bit early. i got date rape it's a difficult like check still or is it get yeah. harder because uh this is my second one no just keep it difficult for now uh just as okay. the strength of the the drink Clearly okay, cool. So only five degrees of failure this time. Uh-oh. So you got minus 10 to all those stats, JB, you lifted up, listed off earlier. Like all okay. the stats. So now you got a bit of a buzz going on, too. Mr. Big Red Bushy Mustache. So, Carl, the uh, the inheritance. What are What is your thinking on the inheritance and the letter? Found on the man who is you, but no mustache. He has smaller mustache. N- smaller, less impressive mustache. Going to have to get money for a better haircut before we do anything with this. My mustache is way too bushy. <laughs> Carl's a little bit, uh, definitely a little intoxicated at this point. I am thinking once we get to Altdorf, will be easy to find someone to trim uh, the the how you say bushy worm on on your mustache trim it to a, a skinny bushy worm this is this is a horrible way to think of what's on my face <laughs> a, a worm <laughs> uh, and is, a, is a bushy worm Carl, 
Animal. Carl's hair. doing a little uh, stomach. He's oh, no. he's uh, doing some pre-hurl. Oh, no. Just thinking about this worm. Everybody at the table to quick make a Laura Reichland check. Made it. That's a failure for Bruno. <gasps> no, your streak is ended. I know. I made it with a degree also. Oh, failure Me- for Carl. Mina is glad that Bruno is no longer streaking. <laughs> so Carl says something about trimming his mustache and you're like, wait a minute. Most doctors are also barbers. A barber oh. surgeon is a very common career for people around. Mm-hmm. So huh. there's a doctor in here. Ernst can cut your hair. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have a license for that yet. No, is is a physic woman. She stitch up a card man, Philippe. She stitch him up. And uh, her, she is very good because she is expensive. Maybe not for hair. Are you saying that after we cut my mustache, it will need medical attention? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, my, from my understanding... As far as price goes, a mustache trim should be pretty cheap because I know that if you get like a haircut and a shave, it's two bits. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe she'd do it for one. Because it's only shave. Right. Yes, right. it makes sense. Uh, I should not go and approach her about this, though. I think she will not be liking You two me. were getting along earlier, weren't you? Yeah. I heard you talking and yucking it up. Yeah. Mm. I always wonder why Uncle Chet was so angry. Now I know. It's the drink. Very well. I will go and see if I can get it trimmed tonight. I'll go with you. <laughs> you get a leer at that, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you head over to the doctor. She's just kind of sitting there looking around at this point. She's done with her meal. She's got a drink in front of her. And she says, yes, you're back. I can help you with something now. Your friend looks a little worse for wear. Yeah. Yeah, his his mustache is pretty unruly. Um, do you do you do those? Do I do mustaches? Yeah, like make them so they're not as big as they are. Oh, you think I'm a barber surgeon? Yeah, I do have scissors on me, two pennies, and I'll. Do you want the mustache removed or? No, 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 no. I want you to make it look like a dead version of myself in the woods. <laughs> She just looks at you like, what? It needs to be skinny worm, not that slug, skinny worm. <laughs> Dead right for myself in the woods. Oh, man. All right. Uh, that was good. Hands broken. Yeah, that got me. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Uh, all right, she she looks at you like she has no idea what you're talking about. Obviously, and she just says, "So you want it trimmed?" Yes, exactly. <laughs> all right, sit down. Uh, yeah, Carl's cooperative. He's a friendly drunk. <laughs> all right, so she takes out these scissors that are like gigantic. She puts them to your face and you think she's going to chop your top lip off. But at the same time, it tickles so bad. And she trim, trims your mustache. 
Uh, mm-hmm. When you said I was tickled, I thought I was going to have to take some kind of like right. haircut test to see if I survive. <laughs> a tickle check. Tickle check. Toughness. That's under the advanced skills, the tickle check. Oh, yeah. If you're not trained in tickle, then you can't resist it. And tickle defense. Tickle defense. Counter tickling. Yeah. So she trims your mustache. Uh, does luck do you does lucky say anything about like if it needs more or no i just i just gave her a good old leer did you <laughs> see the other body i don't believe so no all right so you wouldn't know what it looked like anyway uh so she trims it down which might feel weird to to carl you probably had this big mustache for a while but yeah now it's much smaller much smaller worm on his lip as mina might smaller say fuzzy worm. you do great work thank you you're welcome. <laughs> uh, so, Carl, you got two pennies for her? Yeah, I do. Okay. Do you know uh, how to and read? You're supposed to, you're supposed to tip your stylist, so I'm going to do three. Ooh. Wow. Very nice. Does she know how to read? She says, yes, I do. Of course. Could you read something for me? Because uh, I can't read. Okay. I hand her the paper that I have in my pocket. Oh, alrighty. So, just a quick aside, I actually had a dream where, like in real life, where Dan made me spend like 500 experience to get the read write skill. Because <laughs> I, I wanted it so bad. And he was like, it's not in your like career path. So it's extra. It's like 500 experience. And How much like, would something like that cost? 200. 200 experience? It, it co- well, oh, uh, no, no. What if be, I only wanted to read oh, it? Oh, no, it is a talent. Read write is a talent. So, 100. Um, Right. I just looked at like, it. You're saying that you can't read or write in real life. Yes. And Dan would make you spend experience points to no, read and write in real no, life. No, I had a dream about the game. Oh, gotcha, <laughs> I wanted gotcha, gotcha. Nina to be able to read and write. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure because it's a talent, you can get a talent that's out of your career. Um, that's not on like your career rank at that time. If you have like a role playing reason for it, like if you spent time, somebody taught you to do it, you'd still have to spend the experience. But right. I'm pretty sure it costs 200. Gotcha. So I wasn't far off, you tyrant. What about just to read? What a discount. Cheaper? Right? I don't want to no. write it. You just want to learn how to read? Yeah. Uh, so she holds the paper out. It's much smaller than the paper that Mina found. Yeah. Um, and she says, we, the undersigned, do solemnly swear to affirm that the bearer of this document is Castor Aloysius Liberung. Signed Ingrid Zikerman, Priestess, Temple of Sigmar and Nolm. And Oscar Helmut, the guildmaster of the Guild of Merchants in Nuln, was witnessed by Julius Schweigvrund, worshipful company of advocates in Nuln. So this is his, this was uh, dead Carl's ID, effectively. So you are not Herr Leiberung? No, I didn't say that to her. I was asking you, guy. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what would you say again? <laughs> so this is like an ID? Uh, so when Ernst read the the paper that Mina found, it said that he had to have an affidavit signed by at least two people to say that this is. I mean, I, I didn't know that, though. True. OK, yeah, fair. You didn't you weren't there for that conversation. So, yeah, it it's yeah, it's kind of a, an old form of ID where it's like three people have signed off to say that, yes, this person is who they say they are. And what was the name again that this ID? Caster Library. Caster Library. That has the whole name, Castor Aloysius Liberum. Aloysius. All right, sweet. Cool. Thank you. No, just you're welcome. Hands it back. I moonwalk away. <laughs> Make that check. I fail. <laughs> you stumble a little bit. 
Carl, did you want any actual healing while you're at it with the doctor or just a haircut? I think I'm just going to go for the haircut. I'm pretty sure that a good night's rest is going to get me most of the way there. Yeah, I think it'll be okay. You're not that you're not like actually seriously injured. So. So I have nowhere close to a full silver. So. Yeah, she was charging four. If Mina told oh, four. Yeah. So that's like out of my uh, economic bracket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doctors aren't cheap. Well, JB's holding up dice. What's Bruno going to do? Uh, no. Well, uh, everybody's off at the doctors. Um, Bruno's again, finished off like licking crumbs out of the <laughs> bottom of the bowls, catches the eye of the, uh, the bartender and uh, waddles over to him. I'm going to try to gossip him up. Uh, see if there's anything between us and the empire that uh, or us and uh, Altdorf that may be of interest. Okay. Hmm. I think you need new dice again. Yeah. <laughs> well, how'd you do? Uh, so I rolled a 98. That's going to be <laughs> four degrees of failure. Um, he also insulted the bartender's chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll critique the food pretty heavily. Um, you know, definitely compared to, you know, some other greater food that I've had, like somewhere else, uh, somewhere where that inkeep definitely thinks is inferior. I'm like, no, no, no. Their meat pies completely better than yours. Uh, a lot more crispy. Uh, bigger portions. Bigger portions. Yeah. I, you could tell what meat's in it. Yeah. I couldn't tell what meat this was. Is this dog? He, the, it's a halfling <laughs> behind the bar, and he's like thoroughly insulted. He's like, it, it's perfectly good beef shank. What are you talking about? Oh, geez. The yeah, only no. way you're going to find any possible better meat pie is in the moot by my mom. Oh, oh wow! Well, I'll have to meet her then. I mean, I guess so. If you want a better meat pie, you, I can't believe you'd come in here and tell me that. You you want to buy anything while you're here? Or you're just gonna insult my family some more. I apologize. I I was just looking for information, and uh, we 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 definitely got off on the wrong foot there. Uh, wow, your feet are really hairy, aren't they? <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Oh my! I God. like to think they're pretty, <laughs> thank pretty you. hairy. Is a halfling's foot hairiness? Like a status symbol as much as a dwarf's beard. I, I mean, you would, Mina wouldn't know. No, I'm just but you asking. You can kind of get, you could just kind of make something up. I don't think so, no. Mm. A, a dwarf's beard is very closely tied to their culture. Right. Halfling hair foot, probably not as much. Foot hair. Like make the gossip, right? You could gain a corruption point and re-roll that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Thank you for that, though. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep, you know. You will. Championing well, I mean, that rule. And. We're not we're not there yet. We've gotten one so we, far. Again, we haven't even gotten to Altdorf yet and uh, blown through the uh, fortune points. I think I blew through the fortune points on that first night. So pretty much. Yeah. Alex, what's Carl's uh, motivation or ambitions there? So his short term ambition is making a living on his own terms. Um <laughs> Definitely not careening towards that. <laughs> so good. And the long term is to make Carl Jr. Oh, uh, okay. Fantastic. All right. I could definitely see if the halfling has uh, some tasty pastries back there. That's, oh, of course. That would definitely work with my short term ambition of eating tasty pastries. Nice. There'll be a, a penny each. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. All right. You can get like a tart or a Danish kind of thing. Yeah, so Mr. Halfling, uh, you're beautiful for your feet. Uh, could you please, please go in that back room and find me some tasty pastries? Oh, of course. They're they're a penny each. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
go five. Five pastries should be enough to fulfill my desires. Ah, man with a habitat of a halfling. Nice to see. Uh, apologize for <laughs> insulting you so bad uh, back there. All right, so he takes your five pennies and he kind of scampers off to the kitchen. He comes back just a, a, 10 seconds later with a tray with a bunch of pastries on it, like an apple turnover kind of thing. Hmm. Danish, that kind of stuff. Ooh. Scone, maybe. Ooh, They're yeah. really good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we'll, we'll be savoring these for a little bit. He'll just down two, right? Double fisting the first two. No problems, right? Uh, <laughs> with the, the next three, he's going to save two in his pockets. Mm. Right. Pocket and, pastries. Yeah. Mm. And then it, and then he'll he'll just savor the uh, the last one. Just nice and slow. All right. Well, it's kind of sounding like people are getting ready to head up to the room. Mm hmm. Are there any like because um, you said there was a bunch of other people here, right? That were already here. Are any of them like, you know, really deep in the drink or anything like that? Not or that everyone seems... keeping it pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a group of like three guys at the bar that look like probably farmhands, um, <clears throat> a couple older guys and a younger one with them. And they look sunburnt and just, they look like they've been out working in the fields all day. Any other coachmen? Other coachmen? Yeah. Nope. Hmm. Another reason why you might think that people are local. Uh, you do notice that Philippe has left at this point. Oh, all right. And Ernst starts making his way out of the bar room as well. Gotcha. So it's really winding down then or just just they are kind of cutting out early. I mean, they're, it's kind of winding down. Yeah, fair. You got here pretty late after all those delays. Right. Right. What about them? Um, those wardens? Do they they come here to drink at night? Are they off shift? Nope. They, they didn't stay here. Gotcha. All right. I'm going to take my bowl that I'm sure Bruno is really cleaned out at this point. Yeah. Just give her a nice wipe down. Okay. Then I'm going to go put her outside <laughs> for a rainbow. Well, yeah. All right. Some of the nicer rainbows I've seen. It would be a pretty nice rainbow. Yeah. None of the halflings notice you do this. So sweet. I mean, my agenda is complete. All right. Carl, you got any other plans? No, I think Carl's all set. Bruno. Uh, Bruno's all set. All right. So you guys are going to follow some directions. Uh, essentially going to cross that hall again. And instead of going through a door into the common room, you're going to go in a door up a flight of stairs. Okay. Uh, and when you purchased the room, Bruno, Kat gave you a room key. Mm. Told you you're going to be in room four. And like the number four, like it's got like a keychain kind of thing. Okay. And it's got the number four on it. So can match those symbols. Yeah. So I was going to say, just kind of match up the symbols. Head up the stairs. You turn. There's a hallway. There's a bunch of doors. They're all numbered. And you can find number four pretty easily. Head in. It's a pretty big room with four beds and like a wash basin in the corner. Mm. Sweet. Some windows looking out on the property. Do we need to go get water for the wash basin or have they provided that for us? Next to it's a big pitcher. It's got some, you know, room temperature water. Ah, sweet. I give my feet a real good wash. No. Why? (laughs) Oh, we all have to use that water. I'm just using some of the water. Okay. You're not going to wash your feet before bed. <laughs> you got to wash your face. Well, wash your face first. In the pits. You got to get get the pits. No, I, I don't disagree. I'm just saying like, you wash all that, but not your feet. Top down. Oh, that fair. All right. <laughs> you don't go bottom up. Well, <laughs> that's for country people. Now, us city folk, right? We go top down. I guess. I guess that makes more sense. Right. So, 
It actually makes a lot of sense because <laughs> I would start with my feet. And by the time I get to like my hair and stuff, all, you know, all the bugs and stuff come out and then like my feet have bugs on them. So. All right. Yeah. 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 I might not have bug feet at all. No, you got to go top down. Bug feet. All right. <laughs> just like my daddy always said, you always wipe front to back. I just didn't assume that. That meant like maybe the top of my head to my feet. Right. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we'll all get ready for the night. Are these bunk beds? No, they're four separate, like twin size beds. Mm. Could we make them bunk beds? <laughs> Carl, do you want do you want to make some of these bunk beds and then I can have the top bunk? Seems impressionable up for this. He's like, yeah, sounds like fun. We'll have so much more room for activities. He he's gonna try and hoist up one of these beds. All right, uh, make a strength check. <laughs> That's three degrees of failure. Oh, so you yeah, you can pick it up. It's not that heavy, but it slips out of your grip because you're you're not you know totally with it, and it lands on your big toe. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Bruno, can you help Carl? Am I taking? Yeah, I'm not going to be any damage. Just like okay, stubbed your toe, kind of. <laughs> you take one point of non-lethal damage. <laughs> If if made into bunk beds, is is there enough room on the uh, the bottom bunk to bunk somebody, or is that? I mean, it'd be really tight for the person <laughs> on the bottom. Probably not Bruno. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not Bruno. No, he's he's got to have his own bed. Yeah, so like I imagine them like you've got they're super basic. You've got the four posts that just kind of stick up enough that you could put another bed's four post on top of those. So, like, you'd have maybe a foot from bed to the bottom of the next bed, which anybody could, except for Bruno, could sleep in. You just would have a hard time rolling over. Well, it looks like Lucky really wants to do this. <laughs> I mean, Mina could probably give you a hand, Carl. There you go. Do you want to try again with Mina's help? Carl, we will lift this right. bed. We will do this thing. Yes. You Start with your knees. Use your knees. <laughs> just uh, imagine Lucky's just like directing, even though you have no idea what you're doing. Carl got two degrees of success this time. Carl did not need Mina's help. What did Mina get? <laughs> Four degrees of failure. Uh, do you want a fortune point that? I don't have any more fortune points. Oh, do you want to take a corruption point to nah. beseech the dark god? If you could beseech the dark god so I could just sleep a little <laughs> bit more elevated, I'd actually really appreciate that. Remember that you killed my friend. <laughs> and there was apology made. Is water under C's dot bridge? <laughs> All right, so you get you managed to get the bed up there. It's not so much a question of it being heavy, but you, while doing it, you kind of slam it around a bit. Like you hit the other bed as you're, you know, like getting it into place, and maybe again, Mina's grip kind of she loses it, and you you drop it under the bed, and it's like on that bed uh, below. But you get it in place, and you have a bed on top of another bed now. Sweet. All right, I climb on up there. All right, as you're climbing on up, you lay down in the bed, and you hear a knock on the door. Mina, go answer the door. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll walk to the door. Uh, who Who is it? It's Cat. I heard some banging. You guys all right in there? Oh, hello, Cat. Is um issue with our luggage is no need for alarm. All right. Well, I just need to take a look real quick. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. okay. One one moment. I am. I am. How you say? Inappropriate. With the clothing. One moment. All right. I, uh, okay. 
Um, just just open the door like a little. <laughs> So we can't see. You guys are like kids. He, he wants to see a whole room because we are making big noises. We just made one big noise. It's I, like when listen. you had a sleepover and the mom comes upstairs and like, you make noise one more time. He is going to get mad. And Bruno. How can you uh, run an in if you're going to check anytime you hear someone banging? And, <laughs> and Bruno uh, insults his cooking. He will kick us out. We will have to sleep in stupid. So coach. what do you want to do? I, I don't know. We're not going to move the bed back. We have to. It's a medical condition. I have to sleep uh, that I, way. I just need to check out the room real quick. People reporting some real loud noises. I, just one loud noise. Just open the I'm door. He'll going, see it. He'll I'm understand. Just, oh, he's going to kick us out. Okay. Uh, okay, cat. Hello. Did he open the door? <laughs> yeah. He looks around inside and he's like, oh. Oh. Okay. Well, why'd you put the bed on top of the other bed? Oh, I need it. I Sometimes the air towards the bottom of the floor is too thick. I can't really breathe it. So I need to breathe slightly thinner air. Also, I get really cold at night and some, you know, heat rises. So I just, I need to sleep up higher. We're only doing it with the one bed and it's already done. So there's not going to be no more noise. And, and we will fix before we go in the morning. We will put the bed back. Sorry about all uh, yeah, the commotion. Uh, yeah, you're going to need to do that. I don't, I can't reach up there to, to fix that. I'll just check it before you leave. Make sure make sure it's back. All right. Just of course. Sounds people good, downstairs buddy. are trying to sleep in the common room and there's lots of loud noises coming off from here. So you won't Sorry, hear Kat. nothing else from us. We're all set. I'm all tucked in for Bruno snoring. You know, <laughs> it, it happens a lot here. Could Bruno break the bed that he sleeps on? <laughs> Could he break it? <laughs> so, yeah, when he goes to bed, right? Are you Since like, we're not going to make it? any more noise. Yeah. <laughs> Bruno just rolls over and it <laughs> <laughs> smashes in half. I don't, uh, you're not that. Like, you're only five feet tall. And five foot round. Wait, you're not sleeping in the bottom bunk, bud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Kat's like, okay. Um, yeah, just, I'll, I'll check. Have a sure. good night. Okay, Thank, thank you. You, <laughs> you shut the door on him. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm in my bunk bed. <laughs> oh, you're yelling oh from the bed. <laughs> from the top bunk. This is insane. All right. Um, he's just kind of confused more than anything, and he he leaves. Welcome to my. Ooh, that was a close one. <laughs> God, we were almost pinched. <laughs> we're gonna get This is what out. Rolf and I got in trouble for. <laughs> <laughs> Making bunk beds. Yeah. Back in town. Well, yeah. Oh, in a town. I am tired and my arm hurts from where I was shot by filthy mutant. I mean, it's kind of drunk now, so she's just real mad about oh, life. Right, right. Uh, you were shot oh. by probably the cleanest one. Uh, he was scales like fish belly. <laughs> a lot of people think it's slimy, but it's really not. It's really smooth. <laughs> All right, so you gonna, he's going to go to bed? or Yeah. Bruno takes off his boots, bed. puts them on the bedpost of his bed, and just uh, rolls right over. You know? And yeah, it's really creaky. Oh, gosh. So who's sleeping on the bottom bunk is the important question here. We've established not Bruno. Right. Not Bruno. Who wants to be my bottom? <laughs> I do not want to be Lucky's bottom. Oh, Carl, you're going to take the spot since Mina doesn't seem to want it. Yeah. Carl is too sleepy to do anything but accept his fate. <laughs> Come on, buddy. We made this bed together. Now let's lie in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Carl just falls face first into the bottom bunk. <laughs> All right, probably doesn't take long to get to sleep here. So anybody that is down wounds, uh, every uh, good night's sleep, you heal your toughness bonus in wounds. If anybody needs more than that, you can do your average, which is plus 20 endurance check. And you can add any success levels 
to how much you heal. For the first time since the first minute of this adventure, look, he's all right. <laughs> You're finally back to full. Yeah. It just took two good nights sleep. Yeah. So while the party sleeps, I'm want... sucking the life out of that one guy just a little bit. Oh, true, true. You got a little <laughs> bit from that. I want the players and listeners to just close your eyes for a minute. Unless you're driving while you're listening. If you're to driving, this, just close them most of the way. You're not going to be immersed enough if you don't. Though. If you're driving, just pull over because <laughs> this is super important. Put the car in park. Turn it off. I don't think you have to go that far because then you're going to be able to hear what you're listening to. Oh, that's right. Okay. Just pull over. You know, put your four ways on. Does, does your radio turn off when you put it in park? Some people might. No, she said turn off the car. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. So, what if there are listeners that are using other kinds of heavy machinery? Should they <laughs> like stop that also? Yeah, for sure, because they're going to close your eyes. That's how the first two uh, of Carl's brothers died. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should go into the bathroom while they do this. You know, it's like a safe spot where you can be alone. So I want to say this isn't a dream the characters are having or anything like that, but want players and listeners to just close your eyes for a minute and imagine that you're waking up in the morning. You're surrounded by the smell of straw and a wood fire. You're warm, you're comfortable, except you have a bit of a headache. Now open your eyes, but you see a common sleeping room. You could be at one of the hundreds of coaching inns of the Empire. In any of the dozens that you've slept in yourself over the years. You cough <laughs> and realize you're famished and thirsty. Your friend sits up in the bed next to you, red-eyed and yawning. <sighs> and together, you head over to the common room and enjoy breakfast and a beer. Curious. The place is empty. Yeah, whatever. You crack your neck and head out to the courtyard. You stand stock still. Your coach. It's missing. What? <laughs> just just to remind people of what happened in the coach and horses. Oh, good. Glad that's not us. <laughs> see, again, that's not anything that you guys see in your dreams or anything like that. Just a little something for the, the yeah. listeners. Obviously, this happened a while ago, but oh, those guys, they're terrible at being coachmen. <laughs> you got the look on Tim's face when he realized what it was. He was so excited. I could kind of see in my purple, but I was yeah. reading it, so I didn't exactly see what he saw. Uh, so you during the night you heal up, you know your your toughness bonus and stuff. Uh, anybody, you guys did those rolls as I was mm-hmm. reading that. But at the same time, you also regain all of your fortune points. Yay! Yay! As we kind of said before, that since we're doing this in smaller doses, instead of each session getting it back, we're gonna do it every three or four episodes, depending on what makes sense. And I figured going to sleep and getting up makes a lot of sense. So you get some rerolls back, yay! Because <laughs> you all need that Finally. a lot of Thank the time. <laughs> So the next morning, you wake up. Uh, Carl might sit up and bonk his head on the bed above him. Otherwise, it was a good night's rest. Bruno, you did you eat the last of those pastries? Uh, the last see. two you had in your pockets? No, no, no. Those are pocket pastries for the road. You're saving them for the road now for like now? Right. Okay. Right. You, you really want to eat them. Okay. You don't have to. No. But you... You feel like you want to eat them now and probably yeah. get some more. I got to Yeah. No, if I want to eat them, they're, they're good and gone. Okay. All <laughs> right. So you eat those pastries. <laughs> uh, how about this? I'll, I'll eat them under the covers just so that uh, none of the others will see me. 
eating them. <laughs> bed just creeping back and forth. You're heavy panting. And like, <laughs> grunting. Oh, like, mm. Bruno, what are you doing? That forced slow breathing because you're out of breath when you're like, all right, yeah. don't breathe too heavy. It's like that scene in Scrubs. Kyle's <laughs> like, do you know what I caught Turk doing in bed the other night? And he's like making this noise and the bed's moving just a little bit and she flips, she turns over and he's eating a plate of chicken wings in bed. <laughs> Exactly. One of my favorite scenes. <laughs> uh, so, friends, has come to my attention. I have male shirt on, but cannot also wear leather breastplate. Mm. So, if anyone is looking for, I'll take it. I I will sell to you. Oh, oh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Especially lucky. You're not just going to give it to him. No. He called you out to the. The caps. You tried to Highway get me mm. arrested. I, I feel like if the roles were reversed, I would hope that you would report me too for killing your friend. <laughs> I've I've uh I could use a little bit of extra protection, especially being so uh, exposed up on top of the carriage, uh like you are. Yeah. What what would you take in trade? Uh, I've got a uh a golden ring that I could trade for oh. such an expense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here, here. Uh, just don't ask where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> do you have evaluate, Mina? Uh, I do. All right. Make an evaluate check for this ring. Nope. Do you want to use one of those fortune points you got back? Yep. <laughs> it's so pretty. It catches the sun. Do you wear it? Like a fish hook on the lake. Yes. Cool. Do you want to beseech the dark gods? I really want to know what's up with this ring. <laughs> I want to know. I will beseech dark gods. Oh, yeah! Second time. <laughs> so you gain a corruption point and... Do I get a bonus? No, you just get a reroll. Oh, That's your bonus. Dark gods, mother. Made it! Hey! Thank ooh, you, dark, the dark gods. dark gods are smiling yes. on you. So you figure this ring's actually worth like three gold crowns if you sell it to the right person. And you know the breastplate wasn't worth anywhere near that, but to Bruno, it might it might be worth that, yeah. you know, yeah. to save your life. And also, I have suspicion—not as Mina as me. Uh, someone will probably want ring back and accuse me of stealing, <laughs> <laughs> because would be my luck. It's a boiled leather breast breastplate, JB. Two points. Got Wasn't it. there another chainmail shirt, or does Carl have that? No, I didn't loot anything. Mina found another ch- sleeved chain shirt. I did. I don't know if she gave it to anybody. I have not. <laughs> Got a couple of hoarders in this group. He's also for sale. <laughs> <laughs> We've established there's only one person in this group with any money, though. For now. <laughs> oh, uh, Bruno, you want blunderbuss and I take crossbow? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. That would actually uh, work well for the... Uh, Scaring off bandits and mutants from the top of the carriage. Blonderbuss is yours. Hmm. Thank you. I almost wrote CrossFit instead of crossbow. (laughs) So we'll have to double check. Much more accurate with that. (laughs) You're right. What the uh, penalty is for using a blunderbuss without having the the black powder talent. All right. Yeah. We'll check that out when we get when we need to. But the crossbow. I know you don't have to have the the ranged crossbow talent. Mm Mm-hmm. To use it without penalty, the only thing is you can't use any of its qualities if it had any, but you still keep all of its flaws. A basic crossbow doesn't have any qualities. The only flaw it has is reload. Right. After you shoot it, you got to make a uh, ballistic skill check to reload with at least one success level to reload it. Dang, that's harsh. Not too bad. 
Only one. I think a pistol's two. So. Right. Okay. Cool, cool. So you take care of all that business in the morning? You're going to... We should move the bed. Oh, yeah. You got to move the bed um, back. Who's doing that? Hey, Carl. <laughs> I will help. Mina is strong in morning. Carl, well, well, you... Let me get out first. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, do you help move the bed or just let Mina do it? Yeah, Carl helps. He's got three degrees of success on that strength check. Oh, well, you guys are well rested. You're sobered up. You're you move it absolutely no problem. You put it down nice and gently. So you don't disturb anybody that might be sleeping downstairs. Why did we do this? This was not wise at night. <laughs> I slept so well, though. <laughs> Carl, thank you for for helping me with that. You're welcome. I really appreciate you. Carl shrugs and is like. Got a little bit of a happy, okay, sort of smile. <laughs> All right, so I assume you guys head downstairs at this point for breakfast. Breakfast. Yeah. You know, this was included. You got a pile of ham, mm. eggs, saw some toasted bread this time. There's no sausage? No, not this time. You got ham, like Canadian bacon kind uh, of thing. No, ham is not a substitute for sausage for breakfast in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> are, are you not gonna? Are you not gonna eat your ham? Then? No, I'm gonna. I'm, oh, gonna, right. I'm gonna eat nice. it. But. As I was already halfway off your plate. Uh, the bartender <laughs> looks at Bruno and says, "Interested in any more pastries?" Yes. Yeah. 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 Those They're were, fresh this morning. Oh my god! Yes, those were fantastic, phenomenal. How many can I get you this time? Uh, let's see. Let's go with um. Uh, what they were a penny a piece? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh let's let's go with a cool dozen. <laughs> how many how many got back there? Oh, we can do that easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not a problem. Oh, fantastic. I'll yeah. even throw in a little I'll tie them up for you. Oh, great. Yeah. For the road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so as you're eating breakfast, uh another halfling comes out, a different one than you saw from what you saw last night. With like a little like um like a fabric bag tied up all on looks all nice. Oh yeah. And it, he hands it to you and it's warm. It's warm. Mm. Oh my goodness. Uh I, I thank him profusely. Uh you know um, pastry now. Again, like being uh as as genteel as I can, uh, you know, trying not to uh insult him. Nice. <laughs> Probably a good idea, yeah. All right, so you gotta get the after breakfast, somebody's gotta get the cart ready. Yeah. You get your people aboard. Uh, Did anybody what? book package passage you last night, Bruno? Oh, I was supposed to ask for that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Again, I'm I'm trundling out with my my package. Uh, I, I could, you know, I'm in my own blissful world. Of course. Uh, you know, uh, oh, I should probably get the carton stuff ready uh, to head out um, before everybody else wakes up, though. So uh, head out to the stables. See that stable boy You're like, hey. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry about last night. Here, have a have a pastry. Oh, and yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll give him one of the pastries. And uh, all right, know, he likes that a lot. Yeah, uh, I'll ask for his help to you know hitch up the horses, get us rest and ready and to go on the road. All right. Well, he he obviously knew what he was doing last time. So you get um with his help, we'll make this an easy check. So it's mm. plus forty animal care. Yeah. Um. With that, that's a fairly good check. Yeah, we got a 15 over um, animal care is 36. So that's two degrees. Nice. All right. So you mean you the horses don't try to bite you this time or anything like that. You, you get them hooked up, ready to go. Right. Uh, you can you know, you walk them over to the coach that's in the like courtyard area, get them hooked up. Not yeah. a problem. Yeah. The boys happier to help you since you gave them something. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I'll, I'll be up in the uh, the driver's seat just uh 
one after another, just shoving pastries down my gullet. <laughs> you got up there yourself? Yeah, yeah. I could definitely trundle up there. I probably had the, the kid help me, right? Step down his shoulder, <laughs> right? Just like, no, no, no. Just just put your hands into like a little cup. I'm just going to step up into it. Uh, and then I, you know. kid's like, gee, mister. <laughs> yeah, right? He doesn't help at all. You step right through his hands. He can't hold your weight at all. Right. So you're sitting up there. So while, while Bruno is getting the horses ready and everything, what's everybody else doing? Tim, gonna, you got to look. Yeah, I do. So um, <laughs> obviously it is my role to go around and and um, figure out who's coming with us today and take their payment. OK. <laughs> we need we need we need more patrons so we can upgrade to video. So pe- <laughs> other people can see the looks Tim gives me when he says these things. Where, like <laughs> He's got slithering all over his face. Excuse me. It's just glee. <laughs> He's so happy. He is a good one for it. All these rich people are passing their armor back and forth and (laughs) overpaying for things. Uh, Who are you going to talk to first? My house didn't cost three gold. (laughs) All the usual suspects are in the common room at this point. Yeah, so we're going to start with Ernst. Okay. I'm going to ask him if he's headed to Aldorf with us today on the ratchet lines. Yeah, yeah. Have you paid for this last leg of the journey? I I paid for the whole journey, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's The other guys that got replaced, I guess. Yeah, no, I just wanted to make sure. I'm pretty certain that that's what I saw on the ledger. But uh, coach is around. You can you can head over there anytime you want. Oh, OK, thank you. I'm going to head over to to Philippe next. Who I believe I believe he mentioned that he was stopping here when right. we were gambling that first night. But I'm going to head on up to him. Is he there? Yeah, he looks way better than the night before. Well, you look like a golden ray of sunshine compared to yesterday. Philippe, are you going to be headed to Altdorf with us or are you stopping here? Oh, I feel much, much better. Thank you very much, Lucky. I I am not continuing on at this point. I have some work to make up after last night, but I wish you all the luck. You don't need it, but well, everybody else, especially Mina. Well, I'll let her know that you said goodbye and best wishes to you, friend. Merci. Ah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll head over to uh, head right on over to Jana. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Uh, you head over. Jana stands up this time. There we go. We're making progress. Maria gets a chance to like fight as she stands up. Good morning. How are you la- ladies today? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Good morning, Lucky. I, we're, we're good. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, we got the coach around. We're, we're starting to get rolling. Just wanted to see if you guys were continuing with us today. Uh, actually, we're not. Oh, no. <laughs> so this, this, we're, oh, well, okay. <laughs> Tim looks defeated. Well, well he looks legitimately sad. Where were you guys, where are you guys, I, where are you guys heading next? She like, the motions with her head, like, over here, come with me kind of thing. I walk with her. All right, so they walk over to like, she walks over to like, to the corner of the room, and she kind of gets kind of close, so she talks quietly, and she's like, Ladies wants to take another, a different coach to Altdorf. So we're not going to be riding with you anymore. Oh, is it something I did or something our coachman did? No, it's just kind of the situation. She doesn't like that. He changed coaches, coachman for no reason. The other two were just fine, but it's, I, I don't have any control over this decision. Oh, uh, are you still headed to Altdorf though? We are. Well, maybe I'll see you there. Yeah. My dad works there. He owns an alchemy shop. He works right for the emperor. That, that's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know where it is. This will be the first time I'm seeing his store, but 
you know, look up Dr. Dreg's shop. Oh, I, I definitely will. And she gives you like a really quick hug. All right. And then she like walks really quickly back to her table, but you feel a little piece of paper in your hand. <gasps> I can't read. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, are any of the other people from last night down here? No. Like the doctor or no, there's no other oh, people. The doc- yeah. The doctor's there. Can I make rounds to see if anyone needs a ride to Altdorf? I don't. The doctor tells you she's actually going in the other direction towards Mittenheim for a conference. Oh, gotcha. Hey, thank you for reading that thing last night. Could you read this too? I'll give you a penny. All right. Uh, yeah. She says for a penny, then that's, uh, you don't need to pay me to read a paper. That's fine. Oh, thank you. She tells you, it says Jana Aliner. And it's an address in Altdorf. Ah, sweet. All right. I make her repeat the address to me several times and I try to commit it to memory because I can't read. <laughs> right. That makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't mean a lot to you because you haven't been to Altdorf, but you you've got it down. You know, you know, 42 P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney, Australia. That kind of thing. Okay. Just say it again and again. Uh, yeah, I just it. I'm walking out. I'm just like saying it over in my head. I'm like snapping <laughs> to it, trying to make a song. So I remember it. All right. And I'll head out to the coach. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so Bruno, you see Lucky come out after a while and he's like singing to himself and like snapping his fingers. Whistling Dixie. Way happier than normal. It's weird. Oh, gee whiz. Lucky. Yeah. You're, you're a new man. Well, listen, I got to sleep out of the top bunk for the first time in my life. I got a real quick hug and uh, everything's turning up lucky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. During this time, Carl, Mina, what are you guys going to be doing? I figured I'll probably help out with the coach and putting up the the luggage on top again. Um, this time, it, it's only your guys' stuff and Ernst one bag. Cool. Carl, I think, is because there are so many fewer passengers, he's calling dibs on getting into the coach and riding on the inside for the remainder of the journey. At this point, there's definitely enough room for everybody except Bruno to ride inside the coach. Since he's got to drive it. <laughs> right, 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 right. Not because he can't fit through the door. Right. Does anybody right. volunteer to ride shotgun? Nope. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm having a great day. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Oh, I get my rainbow. Oh, yeah. Did it rain? Uh, I mean, there's a little bit of water in it. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Doing stuff. You know, it's the Empire. It's usually pretty wet out. Are we in the mountains? No. Oh, so it's not a mountain dew. It's like a plains dew. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah. So Lucky climb up onto the, you know, next to Bruno, which I'm sure Bruno is very happy to have somebody with him. Uh, Mina, you can hop in the coach this time with the right on top. I will ride inside the coach instead of on top of coach. Once you get going, we'll do one real quick uh, average. You're getting used to an average drive check for Bruno. Oh, yeah. Just to make sure you don't crash anything. New dice. Don't fail me now. There you go. There we are. Uh, 19. All right. Yeah. So you get out of there. Absolutely no problem. You head along, head along down the road. This is the Middenheim Altdorf road. So it's big. (laughs) That's some horse clops. So it takes several hours to negotiate the roads and causeways that lead through the Altdorf flats, the vast marshlands that surround the Imperial capital. But eventually the land rises to a patchwork of farmlands and small villages not long after that, the white walls of Altdorf can be seen glimmering in the distance, stretching far to the east and west. So hopefully you come back to see what happens in Altdorf in episode six. I got the equivalent of a girl's number.
listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games where we go head-to-head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play where we're playing Through the Enemy Within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual. 